Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You are listening to us on a Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. on the Pacific side with a good friend of ours. His name is Ole Cantos. Matter of fact, you want to work with Ole Cantos. And remember that as a domain name, work with OleCantos.com. Ole and I have been knowing each other. I don't know where that comes from, but we've been known to each other for a long time. He started um, this radio show with me many years ago. I think it's about eight maybe even nine, when his boys, uh, the triplets, Stephen, Nick, and Leo, were 16. And they were in high school back then. We actually, you know, cried as they went across their high school graduation, were worried when they became college students. They also became Eagle Scouts as well. And when they were going away to college, it was a a momentous moment on Building Fortunes Radio. And then now they're in school and all these over somewhere else, like halfway across the country. It's amazing how people grow as they're growing up. But uh, we are here to talk about whatever Oli wants to talk about. And one of the cool reasons why I love to do this radio show, Oli's a really great guy, um, but he's also successful in home-based businesses. And many of you are listening in because you too are interested in becoming successful in home-based businesses as well. And it started like uh, ping pong, like, it didn't start in a straight line. Uh, Leo took some products that were recommended from a friend. It helped him after some surgeries that he was on. Oli tried some. It worked for him. He gave some to some other people as well. All of a sudden, they wanted to buy it. Now, I'm in a, I guess I'm in a home-based business all over again with a network marketing company. It just kind of took off from there. He's ranked up many times. He has earned a significant amount of money over time as well, having a lot of fun, and some of the most important parts is the product line that he chose has really been significant in helping improve the life and lifestyles of many of the people that he's with, which means they keep buying it, which means they keep telling other people, which means that he's got a great residual income coming in on a regular basis, whether he's building the business or not, the business is building itself because the product line is so good. So having said that, Mr. Ole Cantos, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Oh, I'm going to have to – hold on, Oli. I turned on your mic. I'm turning on your mic again. Thank you so much, Peter. It's really good to be here, and I love getting to share time with you on here. It is such a privilege. Today I wanted to talk specifically about the compounding of lost time, if, that, if there could ever be a title of something. That's, that's literally the topic today, and uh, I wanted to, to describe things for you. If you look back, if we each look back on our lives to, to examine what we have accomplished and we think back to how we felt in different times of our lives, we may think that we may not have really done very much. We've just done a few things here and there. And then later over time when looking back, we realize, oh, my gosh, I did all of these things, whatever it is, whether it's in business or growing a family or uh, progressing in a career or accomplishing things in the nonprofit sector or whatever the situation might be, the, the fact is that over time, 
and sort of building on what I talked about in the past about aggregation, over time things build up. And when things continue to build up, that could be for good or for bad. And it also can be measured in terms of lost opportunity uh, where uh, if we let a few things slip here, a few things slip there, then it doesn't seem like a big deal at that time. Let's say, for example, in the context of our industry, uh, I, I could make that call to somebody who I needed to call who said they were interested uh, because of talking to them casually, but uh, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And let's just say you, you do put it off on a Monday. Let's say it's Monday, and then you put it off and you do it tomorrow on Tuesday. And let's just say that's the only thing you did. You only put it off for a day. But if you look over time and examine how many times we put things off that way, then the number of days adds up or the number of delays. So it starts aggregating. And so it's not that things don't come up and sometimes we have to make changes for reasons that are out of our control, but it is more to the point that on a daily basis, we may not think certain small decisions are a big deal. Well, I'll make that call tomorrow, or I'll I'll work on focusing on my automation more right now. Well, I maybe I'll do it later. I have these other things coming up, but let me do these other things first, and then I'll get to this later. And so, how frequently do we each go through these experiences where we literally know from our coaches, our upline, the company that we are part of? professional development books that we've read, seminars we've been to that we need to do things now. We really need to keep taking action right away. And then yet life gets in the way when we come back from reading the book or going to the seminar or doing whatever. You're like, ah, maybe I'll just do it later. Not a big deal. What's a week? What's a day? What's a week? What's a month? Not a big deal. Just a few, few days. Like a month is 30 days, 31 days, 28 days. What's really the big deal? But but over time, that adds up and adds up and adds up to lost opportunity. And it also is a matter of timing because what happens if in putting things off, we end up missing somebody who could have become a customer or who could have come into the business and had we brought them in earlier as customers or as downline, they may happen to meet somebody who may happen to need what they just got into in terms of the products that they now have access to. But then later, let's just say, let's just say on day one, we, we, we was the day that we planned on uh, bringing them in because they were excited as to, to, to be a customer and to try the products out or they were excited to, to join the business and to start building, whatever the case might be. Let's say that's day one. And let's say we get around to it by day seven. Let's just, just keep it simple, just a week, seven days. We know we need to do it, but we put it off for just a week. But what if in day three or day four or whatever in between, they meet somebody who happens to have a need that could be met by the product, but they just don't know about the product yet because the, the, the person themselves are not in the business yet, and they, they're not really thinking about it much because we haven't called them yet. And then we call them later on day seven. 
But in the meantime, by then, the person we might have seen in passing, we, who, who could be even a, a stranger, they are now in. They were in our lives for a few seconds, or in that person's life for a few seconds, and they're gone. And that's it. Now you move on to day seven. So you never know from day one through six what could have happened because because this wasn't uh, something that that uh, you had worked with them to bring them on board as a customer or whatever. So contrast that with let's say you bring them on board as a customer or downline on day one. They're starting to use it. They may not have the effect of it yet, but then they they then it, they then meet somebody, or come across somebody, or however way they encounter somebody on day three or four, and they say, "Gosh, I have these challenges." If they're a customer, they can say, "Well, wow, well, I'm I'm trying stuff, and I, you know, if you want, I can get your number, and if um, you know, I'll be happy to share it with you. I don't know yet how well it'll work because I'm trying stuff, but who knows?" And then they might say, "Sure." Or they might be a business builder, or they might be a part of the business, and they'd say, hey, give me your number because I think there could be something that could help you. I'm new at this too, but let's just see. So either of those two scenarios, even either of those, those are positive outcomes had we operated on day one. But let's say instead we go to day seven, day 14, and we let's say we do the very same thing. We bring them on board. We sign them up as customers. We sign them up as downline and then we move on. But we don't know. We don't know what we missed. But what if that keeps happening? Let's say for every person we could have brought on earlier, we could have brought we could have done whatever earlier. All of that aggregates and we don't know what we don't know. So it's possible that nothing would have happened. But it is also possible that we could have missed out on a major opportunity. We don't know. So that's why just to play it safe we should give matters relating to this business some urgency because we don't know not only the, circum- the full circumstances of the lives of the people around us, but we don't know if they may end up running into people who we could help, who they'll miss if we bring, on, bring them on board later because we bring them on board after they might have met somebody who could have, been, who could have benefited. And yes, it's true. Once we bring them aboard as customers and they learn to, to the benefits of the product and they, and they really see that and experience that, then that's exciting. And, yes, it's also true that whenever we bring them in as downline uh, um, folks in our, in, in our organization, that also can mean that they could be active, they could do nothing, they could do a lot of things. It's, that's always true. But what we don't know is that unknown is – as an unknown – what we don't know is what would we have done, what could have happened if we had done it a little bit earlier, just a little bit earlier. We don't know. But the fact is that even though we don't fully know or we don't, we'll never really know, opportunities or those what could have been opportunities are lost. Contrast that with if we take – action right away and we teach them to take action right away, we make it urgent enough, then we start building a momentum. And it's not a big deal. Let's say, I mean, literally, in, the, in just looking at it as a snapshot, let's say you can sign somebody up today and you do it today. You don't know, you don't know, and then, and then things happen. When, when things happen, that will have been because you took action and you got them to take action, and then now it, it leads to some some really cool results. But if 
we don't take the action, it's what we don't see that hurts us that we don't know hurts us. And, and it's, it's almost deep because then the question could be, well, since you don't know, why think about it or why worry about it so much? Well, if we think about it a little bit, though, how frequently have we had opportunities that we let pass us by and then something else happens and we look back and we say, doggone it, we should have taken advantage of that. Well, time passed. And we can take advantage of something now, but, but it's different now. But, I mean, we'll do the best we can now, but we can't go back and go to the past and wish we redid things over. We all have instances in which we should have acted faster. question is, well, what about people who are analytical and who want to, to make sure to do their due diligence? I am the first to say that people should do their due diligence in checking out not only network marketing companies, but also the specific teams that they work with, because all the teams have different cultures based on the way the leaders are. And they're all different. And everybody is a match for different people and different cultures. And so in light of how everybody is different, we never ultimately know until we try. But the fact is, that we have to still tell people, look, it's important to do your due diligence, but do not get into analysis paralysis where you analyze and analyze something so much that you convince yourself not to do something that you otherwise should have done because it's a good company, they're great people, you like the people, you like the company, you're, you really think the products would be good, etc. And so it's, it's just important to recognize Again, building on the concept we talked about of the, in the past about aggregation, that there's also aggregation in missed opportunity. So when we make sure to create the kind of urgency that keeps us going every day where we say, hey, somebody said that they're interested in looking at this, then move on that. Jump on that now, like right away, like the same day. And then if things are busy, then ask your upline. I mean, I've had to do that. I mean, I literally help run a city (laughs) and uh, I have other obligations from different parts of my life. Things come up, but there, there have been times when I, I literally say to my prospect, well, Hey, can I have my upline? I wouldn't say upline, but I, can I have my friend call you, you know? And and so uh, then they call and they take care of it because I have a really great support system with my upline leadership. And so that's what I do. I, I, I leverage their time because they're willing to help me anyway, and they know that I have other things happening, but it's in their me because that also grows their team and grows their volume because I'm part of their team, see? So imagine if we have people coming to us who are our downline and say, hey, I have somebody. Can you help me bring them aboard? Imagine how great it is that you just get to help bring them aboard and help sign them up. I mean, imagine the, that you have people on your team bringing people to you to have them have you help them sign other people up. That is an exciting feeling. And I've had that happen in my organization. And I've done that myself when I bring on people where I need some help. And so even though we are all extraordinarily busy in different reasons, in different circumstances in life, whatever our ages happen to be, 
we all each have exactly 24 hours, well, not exactly, but, but 24 hours in a day, according to our clocks. And, and when we have 24 hours, it's, it's a matter of what do we do with that. It's a matter of, of a combination of urgency and time management. And we also have to make sure that when we do dedicate our time to business, that we focus on income-producing activities. And so I'll build on that when we come back from our break. Excellent. So we're going to take a little commercial break. If you go to workwitholicantos.com, you'll see his website, but we're going to take this little commercial break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLeads.com. Just visit www.networkleads.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. And we're back. Peter Mingles here with Mr. Oli Cantos, and Oli is talking a little bit about stuff that can help you enhance not only your life but your lifestyle and maybe some tips relative to how to make a decision. And Oli, when you're talking about some of the things you're referencing, you know, it's kind of interesting if you study just the way things work in life. It's almost like the law of missed opportunities or the law of missed consequences or the law of missed accidents. So it's kind of like if you've ever um, been in a situation where you you stepped in one direction when you could have stepped in another direction and that made all the difference in either an accident or something else or, you know, you, you click the button and you didn't mean to, but you did anyway. And then all of a sudden you found something that you weren't looking for. So life's treasures are in identifying these hidden somehow unprovable but certainly uh, calculated choices that you might make that might make a big difference. And that's kind of like what you've been referencing here. Like the person that you should have helped to make a decision sooner that you didn't that wind up doing something else but you never knew is that hidden, you know, opportunity or hidden mistake that never happened. You'll never see it until maybe it's brought out to you. But the reality is is that they do happen. And when you help someone make a decision, the universe, it seems to, works in your best interest. So you get that compounding effort, that cascading series of events that happen when you do the right things more frequently. So that's kind of like what this conversation reminds me of, is help people get started no matter what as quickly as they can so you can kind of get that whole thing started all over again. Absolutely, Peter. That's exactly it. And and the thing is that when we we work right away to build that sense of urgency into our culture within the teams that we are building, whether it's a team of one or a team of 100, when we incorporate the urgency of now, 
and we, we build that in, then it builds momentum because let's say we have a sense of urgency, then our folks have a sense of urgency, which means that they take faster action and build a sense of urgency. Then all of a sudden we have momentum. And then when that happens, then it gets really exciting because then within the team or different parts of the team, a leg, it could be one or more than one leg who, who has a sense of urgency, then suddenly it starts blowing up. And what happens when you have two, three, four, five, six uh, legs that are blowing up? Then depending on what company you're a part of, that makes you an, a higher executive in different respects depending on their volume. And then, I mean, it's like then it starts having this momentum of its own independent of you. But because of the urgency that you as an upline leader have facilitated, then it just, it just ripples out and out and out and out. And then the same is also true in the opposite direction. If we don't have that urgency, then they don't have the urgency, then they don't have the – then and we may not even have a second and third and fourth level and all that, you know, uh, because it just the, – the urgency isn't there. So there has to be a certain degree of momentum moving forward in order to get to, – to have enough speed to create the, the, the air that lifts the plane. If you don't go fast enough – you're never going to take off. Even if you move, you can still keep moving forward. But if the goal is to rate, is to rise into the sky, if we don't, just an airplane, if we don't have the critical mass to, to create the wind that creates the lift, uh, then we end up just going fast or faster, but we don't lift. So we have to create that lift, and we need to give ourselves the runway to do it. We have to have both. Because if you don't have enough runway, then – even if you go really fast and you could have lift, you run out of runway, you crash. So the runway in this case is life. We don't know what kind of runway we have. We don't know if we have five years, 10 years, 50, 60, 70 years, or just tomorrow. We don't know. Another great unknown. We don't know. We don't know what runway we have left. So are we going – so the question is, well, gosh, how, if we don't know the runway, how do we know if we should even try to take off? Well, the answer to that is, uh, that we can uh, build the kind of momentum that that even if we think we run out of runway, when we have a team running with us, the rest of them will lift us up anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, it's sort of a mixing of metaphors in, res- in, in some respects, but uh, it, this whole thing also reminds me, speaking of air, it, it reminds me of another analogy that we've all heard before. When When the rocket shoots to the moon, it has to be literally exact. If it's off by point zero 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 one, just a tiny, not even barely n- nothing. It's not, not that noticeable. It's by infinitesimal decimal points. It's just off, just a little, little, little bit. You'll miss the moon, even though the very, very, very beginning. It's not a big deal. It's just a fraction, a tiny infinitesimal fraction, but if you keep moving in that direction where it's off just a little bit, then your course is off, and then by the time you have further distance, you move yourself away from where you need to be without making a course correction. So, of course, in life, we make course corrections along the way because we're not perfect. We're not steady. So let's say, for example, in making course corrections, we say, oh, my gosh, I should have had more urgency doggone, I should have had more urgency. Well, time for a course correction. Well, if we haven't had urgency before, we should do it now. 
with urgency. We, ur- we urgently create urgency. And does that mean we pressure people and say, you've got to do it now. You've got to miss it because it's a ground floor opportunity because if you don't do it, then that's it. You know, I don't mean that. That's hypey craziness stuff. I don't, that's not what I mean by this, just to be really clear. What I mean is that we, are, we, we have an urgency of just taking action every day. So it doesn't mean that you call a process, you better do this today because, well, I mean, if you overhype it, then you, you, you create this sense like we're used car salesmen and stuff and saleswomen. You know, like we don't have to do that. We just have to be steady. And then so, so whenever I, I, I move forward in, in getting people going, I, I just say, okay, great. Well, so can I get somebody online now or do you, can I call you in the next few hours? I, I, and I just, just ask sort of matter-of-factly. I don't, be, I don't say things such as, well, in that case, you owe it to yourself to do it in the next 30 seconds because if you don't do it, then you will miss out and gosh knows what's going to happen. Like if you even talk that way, people are like, what's up with you? What, who, who talks that way? Or if you, if you throw a bunch of technology or these technical terms out about your industry and, and, and stuff, it's like that's not normal. What are you, memorizing a script? What is that? People don't like that. They don't like to be pushed, but they, they don't. They, they don't like to be sold to, but they love to buy. So when you create a sense of urgency, but also combine it with an even steady hand with whoever you are and talk to them like a normal person, no, no just phrases and stuff, because that's disingenuous. But just be honest and be genuine about it, because when you know that your products work, then there is urgency, especially when you know that them availing themselves of your offerings will make their lives better. And in our case, because we're in the health and wellness space, we know it makes people's lives better. I mean, Peter started telling the story of how this whole thing started with us, but, but we have gone into state after state, and just like this, the business that we've gotten in some states where, where there were people who live in places I've never been to. I mean, it's wild. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's just, that is just insanity to me. Like, wow, that's so darn cool. And so... So with that, um, I'd like to encourage you to, to reach out to us, www.workwitholi, O-L-L-I-E, Cantos, C-A-N, like Nancy, T like Tom, O-S.com, and go through the, the, the system that we have already set up. And if you want a system like that, imagine when you go through it, ask yourself, wow, I want a system like this. Well, you know what? We have a way to, to make that happen. So uh, go through that reach out to us and I would love, love, love to get to work with you guys. And uh, it'll, it'll really be a blast. And also you can reach out to us here through building fortunes radio. And with that, I will turn over the time back to you, Peter. All, all great information. So the most important part is you get that momentum going, you work with Oli, you start a cascading series of positive events in your life that will happen both in the business and outside the business as well. And I recommend working with Oli like crazy. He's, got, he's a great guy. So having said that, make sure you check him out. If you go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Oli, that's buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash O-L-L-I-E, you'll be able to hear this as well as the previous radio shows. And, of course, check him out. Go to that website that he gave you, workwitholicantos.com, workwitholicantos.com, and we are going to catch everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Oli. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. 
Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the BuildingFortunesRadio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.